This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Yeah, there is a lot going on. Emily, very quickly with Succession, is it going to be one of those things where I finish it and I'm going to immediately pick up my phone and say, you got to be kidding me kind of situations? Um, I think so, yes. So that's what I did to people yesterday. And I think it, it's going to... No, I'm going to stop there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. You'll text me right. right away. Will Fair it be enough. shock like when Trav's driving with Susan out of nowhere, she sneezes? It's a lot. You, Your example in the break <laughs> was one of the funniest things it I've ever seen. scared us in here. This is it's, like a soundproof room over there, so we usually can't hear what you guys are well, saying. There's, I mean, there's, there's, heard it. Being there's in a car no, right next to her with that sound. It was the equivalent of Trav doesn't like pranks, right? <laughs> It's the equivalent of somebody behind you in the car lighting a firecracker and just nothing, and then boom. Yeah, but instead of a firecracker, it's an M80. Okay, it's not quite a stick of dynamite, but it's more than a firecracker. That was good. It feels like you got hit by a, a, another car along the way. Lakers, uh, seventh seed going into the play-in. They'll play Minnesota tomorrow night. A couple of things have happened since we knew they are going to play. Rudy Gobert will not be with the team tomorrow. Yep. They're, they're traveling to Los Angeles. He is not. He, air quotes, Has punched. nothing to do with that. It's rest. <laughs> they're resting him, him for he, the Pelicans game. He tried to punch him in the chest, which apparently you can't do in the Minnesota Timberwolves culture. and. They're not going to use him. They will use him in the uh, second play-in game, assuming they lose to the Lakers. If they win, he will start the opening round series against the Memphis Grizzlies. But, Slee, I've been as confident about the Lakers winning tomorrow night as anything i felt about in a very long time. And you know what's interesting to me and why it makes me even more confident and I'm more comfortable saying that I think they're going to win that game and I think they're going to beat Memphis too? You're not even pushing back on the, hey, slow down. I think you're far more towards me with the Lakers losing tomorrow seems like a very, very long – that the Lakers are just better. They're playing better. They're healthier. They're on a roll. They're at home. Everything is leading up to them winning that game tomorrow night and not just winning it, but I think winning it comfortably. So I think, I think part of the last couple of weeks, the development was – all right, looks like Lakers are going to start in the play-in. Mm-hmm. Can they get up to seven or eight? And then it was a couple weeks goes by, and it's like, damn, they actually have a realistic chance of avoiding the play-in altogether. They got the seventh seed. The fact that they got there, there's only one thing that could have happened for the Lakers to be in the seventh seed. They had to play really good basketball over a pretty long stretch of games. They went 18-8 and eight to end the season, ended up four games above five hundred. My only worry is anytime you play one game, it's one game. And the Lakers spent the last week playing very average basketball. But I also know that they really kind of knew talent-wise, we turn on whenever we want. Now, they did lose that game to the Clippers, so give the Clippers credit. They avoided the playing tournament by Clippers winning that game. I think tomorrow is a, hey, Anthony Edwards is going to need to go off for 30-plus. Carl Anthony Towns is going to need to go off for 30 Lakers will have to have a bad game where they're struggling from three, where they're doubling AD and guys aren't hitting shots. There's going to have to be more things that go wrong for the Lakers to lose that game. And we, we said this a little bit earlier. If you said, 
hey, the Lakers won by two or the Lakers won by 15, I'd be much more surprised at the only one by two. Doesn't mean it can't happen. That's the one thing I want to say. Yesterday, as much turmoil as went on with the Minnesota Timberwolves, whether it was one of your guys squaring up and hitting a wall and is out for the game or whether it was uh, Rudy Gobert punching his own player, they still came back from double – they were down by 10 or 12 or something along those lines. Came back and won that game. That was when you're caving in, you're supposed to lose that game. They actually ended up winning that game, was which is a little bit of a surprise. I want to continue the conversation about the Lakers moving forward, but just they're better without Gobert than with him. Oddly, they've won about forty-eight percent of their games with him. They've won sixty-seven percent of their games without him. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, it's not a crazy sample size, but exactly. Still, yeah. but I also want to say weird. earlier in the season there was something where AD, we were like the Lakers were better without AD on the court than they were with. But also, it's like the smaller sample size. Sometimes yeah. a weird lineup thing that can skew things one way or the other. But it is significant that he's not going to be there. So I went to Angels Blue Jays on Saturday night. Michael and I and one of his teammates and his dad, we went to the Angel game. Yep. Really good game. We saw a fun game. Angels won the game. Trout hit a three-run home run mm. to take the lead. Otani had a double. There are five home runs in the game. It was a super fun game. A couple of really great defensive plays sliding up against the wall. Great baseball game to watch. Really fun. You know I'm pro pitch clock, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm r- incredibly reluctant to tinker with it at this point because oh, I'm ready. just ripping through. Yeah, it's really fast. It's really fast. And I maybe instead of 15 and 20, right now it's you got to throw the pitch within 15 seconds uh, with nobody on base. You get an extra five seconds to 20 seconds um, if there is somebody on base. Maybe you push that out to like 18 and 23 or so. It just it really moves fast. I want to play out this year with this like this to see if you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. But if you – oh, I'll tell another part of this. You can't turn to your buddy and have a conversation. You can't be caught staring at the scoreboard. You can't be looking around for the beer vendor. You're going to miss something on the field. It happens that fast. It was a total – TV is one thing. In person, in the ballpark, it's a really – entirely different and better experience okay so i'm gonna look at it two ways here first off i'm glad they have a pitch clock all right so i want to emphasize that i'm happy they have a pitch clock and the only way you find out if something's working is by implementing it so they have implemented it my experience so far with baseball this year just my natural experience i'm having more conversations about what i'm about to say than i'm having the other way it's too fast. That's it's pretty fast. That's that's a conversation. I'm, I'm not telling yeah. you that it's not the right idea. I don't need three hour and twenty five minute baseball games. I don't. But I also don't need two hours and five minutes. <laughs> and that's been happening in some of these games. So I I would just say they're going to play out this year. They're going to do whatever they do. If they decided, hey, let's just slow it down a notch. I don't think I'd be opposed to that. I find myself like in the middle of an inning saying. You know, before where you could say, you know what, I'm going to go make a sandwich. I'm going to go. I'm going to go take a quick shower. I'm like stressed out. I'm on Wall Street or something. I'm like, I got to hurry here. <laughs> What's funny is there was a woman uh, on TikTok who jokingly was like, "Well, this ruins my uh, beer and inning uh, rule for baseball because, like, before obviously." And, and I can, haven't been to a game yeah. yet live. I could only imagine when I say I'm going to go get a beer and some peanuts, and I come back 15 minutes later and two innings went. We by. went to the concession stand to get a beer and a dog yeah. in the second inning. Okay. I mean, and the line wasn't super long. It was, it was, I don't know, four or five people in front of us, but there's four or five people ringing you up, right? Yeah, so it, yeah. it's moving along fine. We missed two home runs. We missed 
It's going to be more like football or basketball. We're going to miss major things. But an entire half inning went by in like 10 minutes. And with two home runs, like it was noticed you missed a really important part of the game. It was very, very different. I, I, I'm going to let it ride for the season. If at the end of the year, Slee, these games are all coming in at 2.15, that's way too fast. But if they land between 2.30 and 2.40, then it ain't moving. It's the sweet yeah, spot. Yeah, then, it, then it's going to stay. And it's listen, the sweet I, spot. I know you're going to have certain games that go a certain way, um, but when you're just – I think what it comes down to, we're so accustomed to in baseball – where it's just a slow moving. That's just what you're chilling, it is. You're enjoying it. You're you have talking. the whole experience. So you're I went from that. People. I went from that to where it's like if you go exercise and you're used to walking, and then now all of a sudden you're just sprinting. And I'm like, I wasn't ready for that. I'm not. <laughs> can I get a jog in between? Yeah, it, it, that's actually a really good deal. It it was. You are eyes on the pitcher, eyes on the batter, and. Pitch is thrown, ball's either put in play or it's not. If you have something to say to your buddy, you better say it right away because you need to turn around and start paying attention again because another ball is going to be put in play. Also, do you think you'll – I have never done this, but would you be more apt to buy something from someone walking up the aisles? Like yeah. buy a hot dog oh, or yeah, buy a beer? Or yeah, yes, yeah. 100% yes. Mm-hmm. No question about it. So uh, our, my, my, my friends, the Ezors, took us to the game, right? And so they picked us up. And we're driving to uh, Angel Stadium. We're just around the corner from my house, right? We've, we're, we're less than a minute away from my front door. And Susan calls Michael and says, your dad left his phone at home if he wants to come back and get it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I think I'm good. Perfect. I was unplugged for, I don't know, three and a half hours or so, the time to get there, watch the game, come back. Best three and a half hours I've had Great. in I don't know how long. That's great. You're not, you're not just doing that random, just stare at it thing because, well, there's I got five seconds of downtime. I better stare at something. It was so wonderful. And because you're not the driver, and, you, and your people great. are around, you don't have you don't worry Michael about like, has losing his phone somebody. If you need something, yep. Yeah. And and if somebody has to get a hold of me, you can always text one of the. It was so nice, Al, to be unplugged. When's the last time you were just completely unplugged like that? You don't take your phone on your hikes, do you? Um, some most of them I don't, but also you know if I go which I try to go a couple times a year, if I go camping, there's a good chance that I probably don't have service. Yeah. There's a good chance I probably don't have service. Or the service is unbelievable, and I could talk to you while I'm out there camping. St- stream a movie? By myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird deal. Hovick writes, we need to add five minutes of beer clock per inning. Five minutes is way too long. Five minutes times half an inning, you, you just added a half hour to the game. Can't do that. We need, we, there, the needs, there needs to be something that allows you to grab that beer, to grab that dog, or to Emily's point, you need to increase the amount of vendors and what they have because I don't need ice cream. I don't need popcorn. You know, like it's something I just want a beer and a hot dog or a beer and peanuts or one of those yeah. things. Get that going because it really is jump out of your seat, run down there, you're way, 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 way. Yep. The TV over the concession stand where I was, broken, so I couldn't watch the game. It was the surprise, game day experience surprise. in that ballpark is. I disagree. I want a rainbow roll. I want people coming <laughs> up and down with Thai food. Oh, gosh. They also need to extend the amount of like time that you can buy it. Like you know how they usually cut it off at seven innings yeah. or whatever. If they kept it till like top of nine, if they, if they want to make up their beer sales, like that's what they, they can they'll do. they'll figure out a way to do it. They'll balance it, and I think. Listen again. If you said, "Hey, you want the old way or this way?" No question. I want this way. I just think that it's look, it's it's a significant difference, and it's not even like well, a lot we, of these pitchers. We'll get used to it though, right? A lot of these pitchers are not. We will get used to it, but it's 
is that how you want to consume the game or do you want it to just baseball is a slower game and I think that's we're just this is how we've been trained for how many years that when we watch this sporting event things are slower now it's so much sped up and a lot of these pitchers they're not letting that clock tick down they're just getting they're the ball and they're firing five, six seconds to go yeah it's you bring up an interesting point is our consumption of baseball is does it feel fast because we've been conditioned to make this feel fast that because a three and a three hour and ten minute game felt air quotes normal that this feels incredibly or is this the way that it's supposed to be that that a baseball Fair. game should take two hours and twenty minutes that this is how these games are supposed to go and that once we go through a season or two with this it'll be like yeah I can't believe we were ever doing that and when you do run into a game that goes three hours for whatever reason it feels like the worst thing you've ever seen in your life I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's true right if you went to a game and all of a sudden let's say they snap their fingers and postseason no pitch clock we can do whatever we want and the game's like what's well, three hours and 20 minutes and it's the seventh inning what we're gonna hate we going back here? to it this sucks hmm. it could be that yeah I, I I when my first when people are asking me my that's what I kind of look at is what's my first response my mm. first response right now is it's pretty fast like I wouldn't mind that they slow it down just a bit angels are good yeah, if, if they if they can pitch, they're going to win some games. What they gave up yesterday, I think it was twelve eleven. They gave up twelve runs yesterday. They they came back from a couple of big deficits to mm-hmm. come back and take and tie the game and everything else. Come on, if, Angels, if we're rooting pitch, for them. That's that lineup go. It used to be get through Trout and Otani and you're good. And nothing. Now it's Trout, Otani, Rendon, Renfro, uh, Urshela's in there. I don't Drury. know how he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you, there's not a place. Okay, take your. It's like the last guy, maybe the catcher. Their catchers don't hit a ton so far, mm. but it's not a bad team. Maybe get in our Tyler Anderson got rocked the night I went. Rocked. Didn't get out of the fifth. Does that end. make you feel good or no? No, because I liked him. He was yeah, a good Yeah, I, I would assume and, you'd and it, want to see him. There's no – it's not night. like he went to the Giants or the Padres or something like that. When you've been in the big leagues a long time, you had one good season – the other eight are probably more indicative of what you are than the one, but it was he had he had a bad night. We'll see. Lakers are done with the regular season. Coming up next, of course, we've got the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow night in the playing game. But who's the MVP of the regular season for the Lakers? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, as uh, Chris mentioned right there, Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday on 710 ESPN, reacting to everything that went down over the NBA weekend, including the Lakers' win over the Jazz. More importantly, the game coming up tomorrow, the playing game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, 
Michelob Ultra Reaction Monday is presented by Michelob Ultra, a refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Please enjoy responsibly. If I take that math, the 2.6 carbs and the 95 calories, and I take that with the pickleball, my numbers are a lot higher, but that's only because I consumed more than just Yeah, but one. you're you're probably coming in lower because you're expending some energy. You're running around playing a little pickleball. You're every sweating calorie, it off. Every calorie I you was left You also burn right. after you're done playing too. So if you if right. you read this like heart rate threshold, it'll burn for a while afterwards. So Three weeks after? Am yeah, I still burning exactly. anything from that uh, <laughs> pickleball? <laughs> Have you stopped playing pickleball, Al? Played one time. Okay, okay. Greg and I played two weeks ago. We played one time. And I kind of walked away from that one saying, I don't know. I think, you know, it's going to maybe take some convincing to go out there and play again. I'm really curious how, how this is going to shake out. I want to read you guys two tweets, both in the Travis Lee community. If you haven't signed up for the Travis Lee community, you should absolutely do that. Um, the first one is from Moy. And they write, as a parent who takes their one-year-old to games, with the speed of the games, it's amazing. With all the action that happened Saturday, he was completely into it. Okay, that's one. Then there's Ramon. Ramon writes, the games are way too fast. Going to games used to be more of a social gathering. Hey, you're in my section. I'll come and say hi. Not anymore. You're going to miss three innings just getting there. So those are two very different opinions. They're literally right back to each other in my timeline here. What is baseball trying to do? Do they want Ramon to be able to hang with his buddies and grab a few beers and shoot the breeze and have three and a half hours where not a lot happens? Or... Moy, who wants to take their younger kids to the game and have a ton of action in a two-and-a-half-hour window. And, I mean, I guess it's the same amount of action, but there's just a lot less of standing around going, they're going to go to the bullpen again, they're going to throw over to first base again. What, what does baseball want? What are those two, which of those two people are they trying to please? Can there, I think this is going to be a perfect example. I think you're looking for the middle ground. And I don't know – I have a good idea of what I think a middle ground will be. But if everyone used to say, damn, these games take forever. They did, and they did. They're never going to finish. And that was, remember, in the 10th inning now, they're putting a runner on second. There were games going 14 innings, 15, whatever the case is, 12 innings. Um, and if that was way too long and you feel like, okay, hey, this feels like it's a little quick, that middle ground, and I don't know what the average right now is in all these Major League Baseball games. We could have just simply caught games where we felt like, oh, wow, that was a lot faster than usual. Maybe it's around two and a half hours. But I feel like in any game that I've watched this year, whether it's the the Dodgers, the Padres, uh, MLB has had a couple of games, anything I've watched, I'm like, damn, that is quick. <laughs> the average is 45 minutes faster. Average. And you're getting some that's coming in an hour quicker. It's it's different. So you're basically getting, saying – You went from about 315 to about 230. You sped it up by about 30%. Yeah, 25 to 30%, big, something like that. It's noticeably different, and it's awesome. The Dodgers, noticeably different, not so awesome. The Dodgers... Um, what happened this weekend? Their bullpen sucks. This, what I told you last week was especially true this weekend. Their bullpen is a wreck. Mm -hmm. They scored plenty of runs to win those games. It's not that they don't score. It's that their bullpen, they're starting. Kershaw had a bad night, whatever. You can talk, he's fine. He really I, didn't have bad. He had two bad but, pitches. Yeah. He also Fair. isn't great at the Arizona field. Like his record there is not the best. Not worried about him at all. Mm -hmm. Just one, one of those nights, right? That Orius was great. May is, has been really good. Syndergaard had a bad He had a bad day. Yep. But here, here's the thing Tony Gonsolin's coming back soon. Mm -hmm. Tony Gonsolin's going to take that fourth spot in the rotation. Now you got to find one guy, whether it's 
Cindergard or Stone or Grove or Pepio or any of the you just got to find one guy. Yeah. They're going to be able to find one guy. The bigger challenge is going to be what happens after those guys are done pitching sure, for the day. Sure. Vezia looks terrible. Yeah, he does. Almonte looks not great. Mm-hmm. Gratterall looks pretty bad. Yep. And then you've got Bickford, who's kind of all over the place. Shelby Miller did not look good. You've got a bunch of guys all of a sudden who are somewhere between meh to way worse than that. Really, only um, Phillips is the guy that's looked like he's supposed to look. Everyone else is kind of all over the map and... I said it to you last week. That's the part of the game where they were dominating people. Mm-hmm. Their pitcher would go out in the sixth inning, and then the seventh and eighth inning guys would just chew you up. And the game was over before you even knew it, and now they're getting raked. So the problem is, too, is coming into the season, you weren't really talking too much about the bullpen. Mm-hmm. What you were talking about was, hey, do they need a consistent closer, or can they kind of piecemeal this thing? Can they figure it out as they go? The questions coming into the season was, all right, Lux is out. You lost Trey Turner. You lost... Uh, Justin Turner, you lost Cody Bellinger. Um, do you have guys, if you're going to let guys like Altman play, if you're going to let some of these younger guys play, will they be ready for it? How's Muncie going to do? How's Chris Taylor going to be? Those were some of the questions. Other questions were your starting rotation. Can you do with Cindergard like you've done with uh, Anderson, Tyler Anderson? Heaney. Yep, exactly. Can you do that? Um, Dustin May, we know how electric his stuff is. Can he be, can he be consistent? Can he be somebody be consistent? I don't think too many people were bringing up, and it sounds like a lot of these quotes from Dave Roberts, not anybody was really thinking like, guys, we got an issue in that bullpen. That's been the glaring issue so far, so that's what's kind of, I think, thrown off some people. They gave up total over the weekend. <laughs> it was a joke. 31 runs. Yeah. Look, they've played the Diamondbacks eight times. They lost five of them. And I think That's last a team that year, they used to pound. So from if I if I got this right, because I kept hearing him saying yesterday on the on – the, uh, Diamondbacks broadcast, they won five games against the Dodgers all last year. Mm-hmm. They played 19 times. So that means they're going 14 and five is what, what the uh, Dodgers went on them. They got their five in their, you know, couple weeks into the season. Could it just be that the Diamondbacks are better? Could it just be that this is a small sample size against just the Diamondbacks and just the Rockies? Yes. Like when we play more people, oh, Arizona is definitely be better. They're a lot better. Yeah. And, and, and they. They're better, and the Dodgers are not as good. So you've kind of met in the middle a little bit. I think that's part of it. But even Dave Roberts said yesterday after the after the debacle that they had was, look, this is not super complicated. We didn't pitch. Dave Roberts doesn't put too fine a point on things very often. He's very reluctant to say, oh, this is the problem. He might say, hey, this guy had a bad day or this guy had a rough day, but he's going to be fine. And he did say that we'll get this figured out. But I thought it was pretty interesting after what they played. They played 10 games. They're 5-5. Five and five, That He said, look, this what happened this weekend is not hard to figure out. We didn't pitch well. That's very, very pointed from a guy that typically is not super pointed in his mm-hmm. criticisms. And, you know, kind of made it sound like, all right, they'll turn it around. They're going to figure it out. I think it's uh I think that's a, a glaring question mark to to think that all of a sudden they're going to wake up and everything is going to be fine. That's not the bullpen was not something I kind of I, I would highlight coming into the season and for it to be that highlighted this early on in the season, you're still going to have issues in other areas but the bullpen was I'll make a prediction. Most glaring. They're they're going to shake that up sooner than later. You're going to see guys go out, and you're going to see different guys come in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll just be minor league guys. I don't know if it'll be trades, but they won't do this for a long time because what's coming up for them in May is a nightmare. 
Okay, right now they, they they played ten games, right? So the rest of April is kind of a mixed bag. You got yeah. a little bit with the Mets, which is a tough, but the rest of it not too too tough to manage. Here in order, this is who you play in the month of May. If they're five hundred through Arizona and Colorado against ten games, yeah, yeah. it's not. I know what you're saying. World. You thought you wanted them to take advantage. You of that. thought they'd win six or seven. Mm-hmm. They won five. Okay, so it's not way off, but it's under. This is the month of May. You open with the series against the Phillies. Then you go on the road to San Diego. Then you go on the road to Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got the best record in the National League. Yep. Okay? Then you come home to San Diego. Two series with San Diego in the first two weeks of of May. Then you go home to Minnesota. They're a good team. Then you got St. Louis on the road. Always a tough place to play. Atlanta on the road. Tampa Bay, the best team in baseball, on the road. That's all in May. Then you finish with a home series against the Nats, who stink. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. You got nine series in that month. Eight of them are against a good team. Wow, that is a monster. If you can get through the end of May and you're still 500 or better, probably feeling pretty good about it. You better start to win some of these games in sure. April sure. to give yourself a little bit of a pad. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't look that far in the schedule to see where they're at. Mm. And I think just the division itself. What used to be some layups, Arizona's not a layup. No. The Padres are obviously going to no. be right in the mix as well. But I don't Giants know tonight. I I don't know much if San Francisco where they're going to be, where the Rockies are going to be. But you Rockies imagine stink. where they both are is probably where they're going to be four or five. The Rockies stink. Mm-hmm. The Rockies will lose a hundred games probably. The Giants don't stink, but they're not very good. Mm-hmm. But they're the Giants. They're always hard to beat. If you're the Dodgers, the Giants are always hard to beat. They've got a very very weird schedule in the month. Not weird. They got a tough schedule in the month of May. Buckle up. They'd get that bullpen fixed. And, and some of these games, I think it was the night that Syndergaard pitched, he had a four nothing lead. Yeah. And it was you know, it's it's not even just you lose, but you didn't lose a game three to two. You didn't lose a game five to four. No. They gave up twelve and I want to say eleven in these last two games. Yeah, that's it it was pretty ugly. Taylor, make sure that uh, you destroy this right after I'm about to say what I'm about to say because I don't want this to come back at me. I may have been wrong about Syndergaard. That may not work out the way that uh, some of the other guys have. That ball's not coming out of his hand in a super meaningful way. Mm. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I reserve the right to be right, but I may have been wrong, which I hate. <laughs> Anthony Davis, MVP of the Lakers. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. When are we going to a Dodger game? Let's go hopefully after the Lakers season in late June. <laughs> so June as well. They play, they play they play the Astros in late June at home. Let's oh, do it. Do that. Let's do. Oh, that'd be a fun game to go to. Taylor, Minnesota, third week of May in Dodger Stadium. We all going? Yeah, we should I do go. it. Yeah, no Laker game. We should do it. You yeah. saw the Twins last year, right, Sleeve? I saw them, and they they were booing oh. Correa as if it was like okay. it happened yesterday. So I wore a Dodger hat to the Angel game on Saturday night, right? Yeah. Because that's what I do. Um, got heckled a little bit. Nothing crazy. Just normal, normal teasing stuff. Not a big deal. George Springer comes up for the Blue Jays. Okay, okay. There were some Dodger fans in the house, but not a million. Sure. Like he had stolen their child. And you know what? As much as I hated the Astros winning the World Series last year, yeah, they're, they're really good and they deserve to win the World Series. Whatever. I think that's the punishment. Right, the punishment is for the rest of your life when you go to a batter's box, anywhere other than your home ballpark, people are and and by the way, cat calls, cheater, fraud. George Springer's really good, really good, 
And I'm thinking, you know what? This is this is a just punishment for what they did. And Springer is not Altuve, and he's not Correa or Bregman or Bregman, which I think got the if he's on like the guys that are hated the most. If he's on just the outside of that top three, for him to get that much attention in an Angels game, I mean that tells you something. Yeah, that tells you something. Angels game. But by the way, that's the only you know what you just said right there. Um, that's the only thing left that you can do is that, hey, you can go out, you can win games, you could do this, you can make your money. No one will ever respect you. And probably a lot of your peers don't respect you either. I know what you did. I don't respect you. And you have to live with that. That's think, tough. You think Tatis gets something no. like that? No, because I think <laughs> I think what he was doing is not super uncommon. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of those glass houses moments. Right. And look, the fact that the reason I think that the players a lot have calmed down in baseball as far as criticizing those Astros guys is the same reason. I think there's a bit of a glass houses element from because the players came out hard and in then the beginning. you notice they kind of dialed that stuff back a little bit. But the fans, they don't have that issue. No, they don't. And they don't know what's going on internally. So, no, I think yeah. I think that's a little bit different. Anthony Davis was the best player in the Lakers this year. Yeah. I mean, LeBron, you could argue that he might be the most important or whatever but the lakers are not where they are right now getting ready to go play minnesota tomorrow night yeah feeling really good about their chances to beat minnesota i think they're going to beat them soundly i think mm-hmm. they're going to beat memphis in the first round of the playoffs even though they're the seven and memphis is in the two which by the way in the nba doesn't happen very often and it's because of anthony davis look if lebron james were giving you exactly what he's giving you in these eight games since he's come back yeah yeah okay it's lebron and the numbers are good and everything else but davis has changed it's just you're not holding your breath. At least I'm not. You're not worried. It's you're not worried. Are you going to get that clunker? The clunker has come around far less frequently than it used to, and you're just thinking, every time to get it to AD. And when he's got it, you're like he's going to go to work right here. Mm-hmm. It just seems we've gotten back to that point where Anthony Davis is almost always the best player on the court every time he's out there. So I I, I don't know. Look, you want to say yeah, AD is the MVP of the season. The most critical part of the season came from the front office. It did. You know, that trade deadline, when they made the deals mm-hmm. and got what they got, that's the turning point of the season. When they went out and got D'Lo and Beasley and Rui and this and that. They make that deal and Anthony Davis is still in and out of the lineup and giving you a clunker every third game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that that proof of that is the last couple of years because Anthony Davis has only played 50% of the games. But there were also times when it was still LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they were, you know, we, we there was a very small um, sample size. But I think D'Lo and LeBron, Anthony Davis, maybe 8-1, and one, I think is what we were saying. When it was Russ and it was that team, it didn't matter if they were all healthy. If It didn't matter if they were, if two of them were injured. They were losing more games than they were winning. Yeah. The turning point of the season, kind of the, the date that we keep looking at, you're right on the Anthony Davis health. They literally are nothing unless Anthony not, Davis is healthy. His health is number one with a bullet, but it's he's far more consistent. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had that. How Put it this way. How many times have we come in here and thought, oh, boy, here we go again? And I'm not not about the health, but of the – wait, he shot the ball three times last night. He got to the foul line once or twice. There, it, It's not zero, but it's far less frequent than it used to be. Before, it was – Okay, AD was great. Next night, bad. Next night, not very good. Another great one. There's another bad one. Now it's great one, great one, great one, not great. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, great. Not. It's he's a far more consistent performer. All of a sudden, health may be the reason, but sure, it just could seems be like 
presence, energy, attitude, commitment, aggressiveness, all of these things seem to have gone up a level. He has a he has a little bit of a dis- And by the way, when you say all that, it's kind of like, well, that's what he's supposed to do. Of course it is, but right? he wasn't so, doing it. But he has a little bit of a disadvantage on one thing. His disadvantage is this. AD can have a game. Yesterday, he took two free throws. Okay? That's not a that's that's not a sign of an aggressive night for Anthony Davis. He had 16 points, he had 13 rebounds. AD had four blocks and three steals, and I think a lot of times we forget that there are a lot of guys that can score in the league. They're not Carl Anthony Towns can score. He's not going to go do any of that on defense, which mm-hmm. is probably why they went out and tried to get Gobert and thought, okay, we could we could clog up what that disaster. hole. Okay, um, he had a game against Clippers, Lakers, and the Clippers, seventeen and eleven, and only took four free throws. They still pop up, they pop up less frequently, and the question now is going to be. You haven't been in the playoffs. Now, I know this is a play-in game, but tomorrow if Anthony Davis has one of those times, and I don't expect that to happen, but if he had one of those where you we come in on Wednesday and say, damn, AD had 17 points and 12 rebounds and he got to the free throw line four times, AD, it's a play-in game, right? Like this is the game where you're supposed to say, if they lost. get on my back. If they lose. If they lose, yeah, because I, I think in these games too, if they'd have lost any of these games against Utah or it's Phoenix or different. something like that, it looks but, a little but bit that's different. that his good ones are more frequent than the bad ones, and even when he's having the clunkers, and and, and clunkers is too strong, even when he's having a, a game that's below his expectation, yeah, they're not losing the games very often. They're, they're still finding ways to win. He's still finding ways to contribute. Whereas before, if you didn't get a great effort from him, you had virtually no chance. Mm-hmm. And, and I like what you said, too, that the supporting cast obviously is incredibly important to what they've done. And it just – that Russell Westbrook deal, in, the further away you get from it, the more mind-bendingly bad it was. That just – not just from fit, which I think if you were paying attention, you would have seen that. Just the, the – the, energy around that team Awful. was dreadful and it's it, it's not anymore it's really good it's up and credit to Schroeder credit to Reeves credit to Delo, to yeah. Vanderbilt to those guys have really kind of upped the the just the energy and the attitude in the building with Russ it was like everybody was rolling their eyes all the time at what it was, was going drag. on it was a super drag and it leaked into you know it didn't just happen where it affected last year as well it affected 50 plus games this year too Right, that he was still on the roster as of February, whatever the date was. That's not that long ago, and to have that, to have them separate at that time. And by the way, and and they, whatever they had to go do, they did. But to have just a stretch of twenty six games where you went eighteen and eight since that moment, that's significant. Eighteen. If the season started it's today, more than a quarter of the season. If the season started today and you were eighteen and eight, you're gonna be the number one seed. You're top two. <laughs> yeah. Top two in the you know in the West or whatever Look, the case is. I, I I know that I've got the cart not ahead of the horse. It's like in another county. You already bought tickets to the Lakers Warriors up in Sac up in uh, the I, Bay. Look, this could be something that really blows up in my face. I think they're the team to beat in the West. I really do. I and not just because I want them to be. Mm-hmm. I think they are. That w- health being consistent, and that's true for all eight teams sure, to get in. Sure. But if their health remains good, I really don't. Maybe the Warriors, maybe the Warriors, but there's no one else out there that makes me think. You know what? The Lakers just are not going to find a way to win that series. Even the Clippers, 
and I have no good reason to say this. I'm with you on what Clippers, you're going to say. If you said a seven-game series, I'm with you. I think they'll find a way to figure that puzzle out. If I Paul hope. George was there, maybe a little bit different of a story. You know, we said this. I think we were all picking, and you and I went Denver. Or I'm sorry, yeah. you and I went uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. They went Denver. Um, I will say that if the second round comes out this way, where let's say Phoenix takes care of the Clippers, uh-huh. Golden State takes care of Sacramento, uh-huh. Denver takes care of the eighth seed, and Lakers, let's say, lock up the beat seventh Memphis. and beat Memphis. The next round would be Lakers, Warriors, Denver, Phoenix. That's awesome. Damn. You know, I can flip it too. And again, I think they're going to win tomorrow. They could lose tomorrow and win on Wednesday, and they're the eight, and you get the Denver Nuggets in the first round. round. I still like that. They could also play the Thunder, who have had their number in that second game. So that's again, number. I I like that. Okay. I I hear what you're saying, and you're not wrong, Em. Do you really think they're going to lose back to back games in the next three days? I don't think so, I don't but either. I also I'm worried about the gods. I'm worried about us all jinxing The only these the only way what what was dangerous for the Lakers was falling to nine or ten. That was the danger a week and a half ago. Well, like one year out because now it's you gotta win two. You got to win two, and one of those could potentially be on the road. Mm-hmm. So they they got a chance to avoid that. What about the Clips? The Clips got the Suns. The four or five, yeah. no Paul George. The Suns look like maybe the other team to beat in the yeah. Western Conference. Can Kawhi keep them close enough to steal that series? Can he go nuts four times in seven games and steal it single handedly? I really don't think so. I don't either. I really, really don't think so. This could be just another year for the Clippers where the expectations were high coming in, some bad luck towards the end with PG having his injury. And I would be. I'd be shocked if they made it a long series. I don't think it's going seven. I think if they went six, I would tip my cap to the Clippers. I mean, I, I think six losing to the Suns. I just think Phoenix is. What do you do with the Phoenix Suns? And if the Clippers, who have depth, they just don't have. They're a weird team. You got to have PG in that lineup, and they don't have it. Okay, so everything's on Kawhi. Yeah, that's fine. What's Kawhi going to also go play forty minutes of defense on KD? I, well, it, it's it's they're such a in a bizarre spot because look, for better or for worse, the Lakers are LeBron James and Anthony Davis for at least the next few years. For better, for the, that that's the core of their team, and that's how it's going to go. We know it works. We've seen them get close. They might get close again this year. The core of the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George has not gotten you close. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's been incredibly disappointing. They're they're constantly missing games. If they're out in the first round again, you've had these guys together for a very long time, and you got to the conference finals once, basically because Paul George was really good against was it Utah. It's against they, Utah. Yeah. Utah kind of collapsed in that they, series. They did. Mm-hmm. It, they, there were some circumstances. Reggie Jackson was the greatest uh, point guard I've ever 100%. seen in that series. Yeah. If you got four years of PG and Kawhi, and you've got nothing really to show mm-hmm. for it, do you run it back again and just say, oh, maybe this will be different? Because at some point, that just is what it is. Their best chance. Isn't that kind of ironic and crazy? The first year that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard link up together is the first year LeBron James and Anthony Davis link up together. And they all end up, this is the COVID year, they end up in Orlando, and finally we're saying to ourselves, wow, the Lakers and the Clippers are finally going to face off. They're finally going to play each other. Lakers do their part, they get to the Western Conference Finals, and they're just waiting for the Clippers. They're up three games to one. Blow, 
three games up double digits in five, six, and seven, and then we never saw that matchup. And once they, I don't lost, think see once they lost game seven, I mean, there was no chance. Yeah. That was just that was when side of the backboard P made his appearance. It's like, Oof. nope, that that's not going to happen for sure. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. You you know one of the reasons Al that I love baseball as much as I do is that baseball will give you more well I've never seen that before than almost any other sport that if you watch it long enough and frequently enough you're going to see something you've never seen before in a day or two speaking of which <laughs> did you see the Padres against the Braves on Saturday where there's a play at the plate I okay. think it was Grisham that's coming to the plate okay Hassan Kim is behind him. Okay. Grisham comes, play at the plate. I want to say whoever was at first is throwing it to uh throwing it to to uh to home. And the ball gets away from the catcher. Okay. So Grisham looks like he thinks he touches the bag, but then kind of steps over and then isn't a hundred percent sure if he did step over or if he touched the, the bag. Yeah, if he touched the plate. So he starts going back to home. Hassan Kim has no idea what's going on, so just touches home and goes over, and then Grisham touches home. Does that make sense, kind yeah, of tracking that? I did not see this. Yeah. Okay, so what ends up happening? They go to the Braves decide, all right, well, for the first pitch. Grisham's out. So for the first pitch, they just grab the ball and step on they home appeal. plate. Yeah, they Grish- appeal. Grisham's out. So Grisham, they got two runs there. Grisham is out. Only Hassan Kim <laughs> yeah. runs count. I'm like, yeah. guys. For as long as I've been seeing it, I haven't seen this live. I've never seen that at the when one runner passes the other, yeah. but I've never seen it at the plate. That's a new one. So there's read. your one there of you your go. new ones every time you How watch. How about this? The Angels double-A affiliate okay. threw a no-hitter over the weekend. Okay, happens all the time. They threw a no-hitter and lost. That happens occasionally, believe it or not. Not a lot, but occasionally you'll throw a no-hitter and lose. The Angels double A affiliate threw a no hitter and lost seven to nothing. Seven to nothing. What? Usually when you throw a no hitter and lose, it's one to nothing or two to one, something like a walk, an error, a sack fly, a bunt. Yep. You can scrape together a run or two without a hit. They lost seven to nothing. They gave up seven runs in one inning without giving up a hit. You ready for this? This is how you do. You say say, how does this happen? Here's this how. math doesn't work. Walk. Okay? Walk. Pop up. Say, so we got two okay. on, one out. Not a big deal. Walk. Bases loaded. Okay. Strikeout. Okay. Look, we're. So we have two we outs, two bases outs, loaded. Bases loaded. Walk. One in. Error on the center fielder. Bunch come in. Change pitchers. New guy comes in. Hit by pitch. Hit by pitch. Hit by pitch. No way. Walk. Wild pitch. <laughs> Strikeout to end the inning. Seven runs, you lose. No hits. Notice it never at one point did I say base hit. Here it is again. Walk, walk, pop-up, walk, strikeout, walk, error center fielder, hit by pitch, hit by pitch, hit by pitch, walk, wild pitch, strikeout. Welcome to Angels Baseball. You lose. Is, is that not the most Angels thing ever? Two strikeouts in an inning. I'll give him that. That's that's huge. Those two pitchers like that, that made that happen. error should count. I don't know as a hit. But I know it's it does. I know. I know it doesn't. Yeah. But I'm just like, we're ah, rules here. We got we got four, five oh walks, three hit by pitches, an error, and a wild pitch. 
He hit runs. three guys in a row? Uh, yes, and then walked a guy. This guy comes in out of the bullpen like, hey, can you come save the situation? Nope. Pop, pop, pop. Hit three guys in a row and then walked. <laughs> and that's then like walked. icing the, on the cake. And then threw a wild pitches, and then threw a wild pitch to bring in some more. Oh, my. It's awesome. It's no way that one. gets beat in the future. No, that, not with seven. I've no. seen one or two before. But yeah, yeah. Never, I know what you're saying. Do you lose a game one nothing, two one, something like that locked, happens? Sacrifice, yeah. ground ball through somebody's legs. You mm-hmm. lose one to nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody got a hit. Happens. Not seven. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is a Baltimore Raven, a one-year deal worth fifteen million bucks. He will presumably be catching balls from Lamar Jackson, who still wants out of Baltimore apparently. But uh, you wonder if this makes him. A little more likely to stay in Baltimore. All right, is he? I guess that's my question. When the dust settles, is Lamar staying in Baltimore? I never thought he was leaving. So yeah. I, so then, I, what I, is I, the song and dance? He wants out, and the Ravens. But what Lamar doesn't understand is he has no recourse other than to not play. That's the the only thing. He, his the only real threat he can make to them is is deciding I'm not, not going to play. play. They tagged him. No one offered him. Mm-hmm. Then he said, "I want to be traded." There's no the the Ravens don't have to trade him unless they get a deal that they like. So he can either play and take the tag money, or he can not play. Those are his two options. And the deal likely isn't until the NFL draft is probably. settled because you yeah. know one of those teams that need a quarterback might get sure. desperate if they can't get one of the top or top picks. But this is an MVP that if you thought Lamar Jackson was the answer to your problems, wouldn't you have made a move to go get him by now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, to have this much time go by and nothing. Uh, you surprised Odell picks the Ravens? I think the market for Odell was a little bit less than Odell was probably thought. hoping, mm-hmm. right? Because the end of the season last year, he was technically available to be signed. No one really signed him. Maybe he wasn't quite as healthy as he needed to be. Sure, but we're you know deep into the season before the 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 off season before somebody finally signed him to a deal. I think that it was the market that kind of determined where he was going more mm. than anything else. Or somebody Dallas was kicking the tires, the Rams kicked the tires, handful of different teams. Yeah, every him. time he was uh, he was at a Laker game. I don't know within the last month or so, and every time he was anywhere in L.A., it's like oh, he's coming back to the Rams. Emily, I know you saw Air, but Super Mario Brothers scored the top opening of all time for an animated film with $376 million in worldwide ticket sales. Oh, according my God. That's nearly a half a billion dollars for a movie that you'd have to tie me to a chair to see. Okay, but they got a cast, right? Yes, but you don't see the cast. The cast Still. is voice actors. But Still, I, I think that with with who's with in it other than animated, Chris Pratt? So it's um Jack, Jack Black's Black, in it. Anya Charlie Taylor Day Joy. from It's okay. Always Sunny. Keegan, I, I think. Yep, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, and then but the thing is, is like Seth Rogen. People don't really see animated features for the voice actors. It's it's for the story that's there. I think honestly, you could cast anybody in these roles, and people would see this movie because I think that it's people love Super Mario Brothers. They love Mario. Okay, I loved Super Mario Brothers as a kid. A it day. was my favorite. You know, just on Nintendo. Super Mario Brothers or Mario Kart or both. Both. Okay. Yeah, both. Um, I would never go see this. It's also a pretty weak kids like movie time right now. Like, there's not a lot of competing movies against it and honestly people t- take their kids to go to see 76 oh my god yeah, you shorted it 26 million bucks so. as if it was a rounding error <laughs> i you need to watch the show on youtube and right, most maybe i'm gonna go on youtube because the look of contempt for the that movie where you look at me like i would never see that like you're a little mad you don't get mad very often freaking angry what, here how are they making so much money frustrated you're like I'd never see that. Like you, there was this <laughs> contempt for the movie in your voice. 
Go on YouTube. You could see my displeasure. <laughs> I my also displeasure. think that it's there's a little bit less. Uh, a lot of times there's not IP around a new movie, like a first movie. So like there's like you know Frozen one when it first comes out, you know you're like oh I'll go see Frozen and see what it's about, but you don't know the storyline. Here Super Mario Brothers, you know what's happening, you know the story. So I think it's more inclination that people will go with their children. And go did see you it. see it? No, I did not see it, and I probably would, would won't. You? Uh, I might go with my friends. Ask like, "Hey, we're all going to go to the Mario movies. Like, you want to come with me?" But I, it's not on my top list. <laughs> we're we're apparently in the minority. Three hundred seventy six and a half million dollars. That's crazy. Uh, Pirates shortstop O'Neill Cruz broke his ankle uh, at a play at home plate, which is a drag because he's one of the more exciting players in all. He's six foot seven and plays shortly. Throws a hundred miles an hour. Oh my from gosh. Shortstop, literally. Did you see the play? I did. Is that a dirty play? The, the Pirates thought so. I, I was trying to figure out. I I'm like, I so. didn't think he I, was I, trying to do something. Sometimes isn't it just so. bad luck? Just a bad accident. Bad accident. Six foot seven shortstops. Welcome to the future of Major League Baseball along the way. Let's do a little super cross talk. All right, John, were you of the $376 million that went into the pocket of the Super Mario Brothers people this weekend? No, no interest. <laughs> I uh, Is it supposed to be good? I made $376 million this weekend. That's crazy. Yeah, well, here's the weird thing about me. Mason knows this and Bergman knows this. I've never seen a Marvel movie. Well, this is an animated movie. It's not yes. actually Marvel. Yeah, it's but an I, Nintendo I mean, movie. So I wouldn't go to a Nintendo movie if I've never seen a Marvel <laughs> yeah. movie. Did you play Mario Brothers? No. No Mario Kart. No, I, I this missed... This is not the movie for John. I missed the entire video game craze. No, because you're a little older than me, but you Like Atari, Atari or... Nothing. You never did that? We had, John we had, had a Wii. Yeah, I no. I, when Jack was born, I bought a Wii, and uh-huh. I have a Wii and a PlayStation, and I've never used either one. I would, mm. I take that back. I would play Wii with Jack. Years Wii bowling's ago. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it so is, is yeah. Wii baseball. Yeah, oh, I haven't had that. But one. Uh, I've only played Call of Duty. That's the only game I've ever played. Yeah, I tried Call of Duty. Yeah, didn't, nothing. Didn't yeah, take. No, otherwise, not N- Nintendo. I, I, I never had to, Sega. I was trying to figure out what. I mean, I three hundred seventy-six million dollars. Obviously, people are into it. But it, I, and I go see every big movie. I had no you connection, no interest. Now, did you see Air? Not yet, but I will. Lee saw it. Bergman saw Air. You saw Air. Emily everybody saw it too. Everybody who's it. seen it says it's great. It's awesome. It now, is awesome. You know, I, I'm constantly fascinated. By how I like, I really like both you guys, but I'm constantly fascinated. Here at, comes Al. No, at how just polar opposite I am from the two of you. You told me that you and I are a lot alike. Now, right. now we're polar opposites if, in this regard. Wow, what's the, what's in, the in opposite this regard? Part? I'm I'm stunned with a capital S that you two don't like the pitch clock. I love it. You what are you the, talking about? You said you want to slow the game no, down. No, John, you didn't listen right. I listened, yeah, I listened no, to all of it. You listen. said, I said, let's you slow said down the game. You said slow the game is moving too fast. I said that the game If you want me to pull Saturday that night. exact quote out, I yeah, will pull John, it out. John, there's context to things, believe it or not. No, yeah, this, no. This, <laughs> this is, this is Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> there you is done no Sports Talk Radio. You're not allowed to use the word context. I have and I did and I will. Yeah. That it moves really fast, but what Which I is s- great. it is great. I love it, and I wouldn't change it. What I said was, if they wanted to add to go from instead of fifteen and twenty, go to like eighteen and twenty five. No, yeah. it's working. No. I, I'd be okay with that. No. It oh, is working. God, it's go the other way. No. I'm stressed. Yeah. It's you going too fast. Seconds. You want to add seconds? How you could you slow possibly the game down by think seconds? this is too fast? It is the greatest rule it they've is. ever passed. Have you, have you been to a game yet? No. Okay. Yes. Now that's the difference between okay. me and you. So did, did you go? I went to a Dodger game. I went to the Angel to? game on Saturday night. Yeah. I went and watched him play the Blue Jays. Okay. Well, got out of my seat to go grab a beer and a dog. Yep. Okay. The line was not long. 
There was maybe five or six people in front of me. And the closer came in. And I came back. It's the, it's the second <laughs> inning. Yeah. Okay? Came back, missed an entire half inning. It was gone maybe 10 minutes. Missed two home runs. Right. It went by in the blink of an so eye. So don't go up there. <laughs> but it is true that, for example, like I always say to myself, okay, I'll catch the end of the Dodger game. Yeah. And, you know, you tune in at 9 o'clock. All of a sudden, you know, nine ten, the game is over. You get I'm John like, Hartung. missed the entire yeah, the game. game's over. Yeah, there's, awesome. there's Gary Harrison Jr. <laughs> it's yeah. great. Okay, so I, I think most people would say, if you said go back to how slow it was or go to how fast it is, most people, I think 95% of the people would say, go to how fast it's Even going. the traditional people are, like, totally into it. Only yeah, Travis, Travis wants to slow the game down. I, think if you put I was the one that basically Wait, said Trav, to slow it down a little. Trav, I think if you put up a poll question, <laughs> has the pitch clock made bit and i think this is your position I, this, this is go ahead you want to add seconds has uh, days has the pitch clock made baseball a little too fast which was your your, your yes. point in bringing it up yes i i think it would be 95 percent no by the way you know momo is no. a the game is going too fast a little it's, too fast yeah it's really don't, too fast. don't understand those people yeah she's a little too because she's now got, nba she's replays entire, that's a different story. she's talking all the time so she's got a conversation going on, all of a sudden the inning's over well, to, take, to, to, to take it to nba standards lee if they made me commissioner for a day almost every rule i would pass would be to to stop the game less Mm-hmm. I would increase team fouls so we don't have as many free throws. I would take out replay until the last three minutes of a game. I would n- I'd eliminate illegal, illegal defense. defense. Yeah, all that stuff. I would yep. fine referees for excessive technicals. I, I don't want the game stopped. It's an entertainment product. Right. Imagine if you went to the movies. You guys were all just talking about movies. And every 10 minutes, they just stop the movie it, for no reason. It, <laughs> right. I, I don't get it. Now, if they stop the movie every... 15 minutes so you could go grab a quick beer i wouldn't hate that but here's you know, that's the thing with the baseball games i bet the basketball stuff at the end i love the clock if this stays here forever i'm 100 on board with yeah. it for sure it's really really fast okay so and, and the idea of you like, if you and i went to a game Mace, yeah. part of the fun is we'll have a couple of beers i'll look at we'll talk Get a little bit you're trained, you're trained for that in and now i turn to tell you something that i see and i turn around i missed a pitch and a half right two pitches it, it moves really really quick it is amazing that baseball has gone to one of our longest sports to literally our shortest they yes. just, uh, baseball games are quicker than nba games and quicker than nfl games and certainly quicker than college football well, games college which seem like the longest but baseball is the shortest game we've got now shorter than nba shorter oh, no, than what is so have they said it's, what the is average better. is do we it's have about any? it's about 225 oh so great that's it's amazing about but a lot of them are coming in right around two. Oh, that's even better now when <laughs> no, i when i saw, I saw rob fast. manfred on one of the sunday shows yesterday i don't know it's like uh snuffleupagus or one of those i guys. like that show and uh <laughs> and manfred was on there and manfred said well we're tinkering with it maybe for the postseason they may juggle a little bit yeah. and make the, they don't well, want well they could just eliminate they it don't the want World Series game seven to I wouldn't add. be surprised yeah. I said to Al I said what'll be what they might do and what would be interesting if then when they get to the postseason they just said okay we're not going to do it and all of a sudden if we've got three hour and ten minute games again we're going what the hell is this right, the, right. You, we're going to get but, used to this pace really quickly but I mean you know World Series games playoff games you you soak up the drama you almost want it to move sure. yeah, a little but bit they already, they already have, yes they already have they're already doing it 
the with adder the runner. runner to second base in a, in starting in the tenth inning, they yeah. don't do in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Right. So they could just say no pitch clock in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and I actually would be okay with. They that. don't want a playoff game to be to end Hour on an 58? automatic. No, to end on an automatic strike I or dare, an automatic no, I dare ball. the umpire to do that. Never happened. Well, but but Trav, the Never comp, happened. the comp is Never happened. You would not believe these NBA refs on how they're throwing guys out of games now. You would think that would never happen. Do, they do, threw Scotty Barnes out of a game this year, the rookie of the year in yeah. Toronto. With 30 seconds left in a one-point game, okay. and, you and he would had say, never been, and he never had been thrown out. out. That was it. Wasn't a World Series game Correct. or an NBA Finals game. It wasn't a playoff game. That there are different rules for that kind of stuff. The further you get into the progression of the season, that you could throw, you could throw Manny Machado out of the game in the first inning for arguing the Correct. clock. Correct. I it's, wouldn't. It's April. Right. I dare if you. To, I dare. Rule, I dare. He breaks the rule. I, you're, well, you're how not do you wrong. enforce the rule if you're not going to enforce but, the rule? But he was no, thrown no, out. He throw, was thrown out with his argument. Manny Machado out for arguing. Uh, no, they threw him out for a. They, they called. They called him out mm-hmm. for violating the clock. Correct. Machado then chirped Argued. and said, "I called timeout before the clock expired." He said, "No." And then they got into it. About yeah, that's that that ultimately what got him tossed out. But in the playoffs, that. If he turns to the clock with seven seconds, says timeout, which technically you're not supposed right. to do, nobody's nobody's banging him on yeah, that. Yeah, no, nobody's. I think banging they him need to that. be a little bit more liberal once they get to the postseason. They're but trying man, to train him, right? It's, right like, now. it's like you're, you're the only guy else. that wants to slow. You and it's, Ramona are the only people. I'm that want honestly to slow disgusted by you. I am. If, if, I'm literally disgusted I find by it you. Shocking, and Look. it's a disgrace that you want the games. Who doesn't like the pitch clock? What in the hell? I mean, seriously. What's wrong with the two of you? It's, no, it's just me. Oh, it's yeah, just it's, me. it's really just I like it. I just want this thing to get Make longer and sick. longer and longer. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, if I'm on an island with Ramona, I'll take it. Yeah. If it's a Good baseball island. thing and Ramona and I are on one side of it, Momo Island, you will it. not get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> her I'm fine. Her I words guess. per minute is unbelievable. <laughs> her articles are really long, too. You know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys do that? Not, not Ramona specifically, but you see something you want to read. Do you scroll to see how long it is before you even start? Oh, yeah. Do you do that? Honestly, I get he- discouraged. The headline <laughs> is what get Like, if the headline Headline really hooks you. Then I'll read and try to get to the thing that's interesting <laughs> that they put in the headline. If there's nothing interesting in the headline, I have no reason. It's TLDR. Headline gets me. Yep. Open the story. Yep. And then it's amazing that you, f- you do the thing on the finger with your phone to see right. yep. if it goes no, no, out. Yep. By the way, the new, new thing, I'm, if if I open your article and it says you have to sign up or you, I have I have to do any I'm other out. work, I'm, I'm out. out. Yeah. I'm so, out. You, so no sub stack for you? Uh, I subscribe to two sub stacks. Which ones? Molly Knight and Mark Stein. Stein. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I subscribe to none. I probably should. Is it just like a newsletter? What I, I know, I've yes. heard of it's it like for a, a long time. It's just a column. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Kareem has a good Substack, but I get an email from Kareem every week that says, "And here's most of, here the details. Most weekend, of Kareem's yeah. stuff you can get for free." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that the least exciting Masters you've ever seen in your life? Well, what fascinated me was how quickly these live guys have fallen in stature. Mickelson shot 65 yesterday. Like Kepka was leading for three days and it was like, everyone's rooting against him. It was weird. Mm. Uh, and, and you know, it, it just seems that I, I heard, uh, who's the caddy that used to fill in here? Uh, Michael Collins. Yeah. I heard him say it this morning. He said, the end result of this masters is going to be, you had three of the biggest names on Sunday that were making a charge were Mickelson, Kepka, and, Reed. and, and uh, Patrick Reed. He said, 
they're, it's probably going to start with Greg Norman going away. Yeah. But they're going to have to find a way for these two things to coexist. Good. That's fine. I just Usually on that, you get guys going up and down and changes, and Rom just had it choked out from the fifth hole. It was yeah. done. Well, yeah. here's the weird thing. when Because they played both the third round and the fourth round on Sunday, when Kepka teed off whatever his third round started, picking up where he left off, yeah, four he was 13 under yeah. and had a four-shot lead. After that, he was seven over. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had a, he, he did, But it wasn't like... I don't know how much golf you watch, Mace. Uh, I the, live and breathe it. The The train wreck <laughs> is fun in golf, right? Yeah. The guy that hits three balls into the water. Yeah, the like tin cup, cup moment. Right. right? That's fun. Just bogey, par, bogey, bogey. It was There was... Nothing there. Do you yeah, want the they, game? Do you want the game to be longer? I would like golf to be shorter. Also, I think there should be a swing clock. Shot clock. A swing clock. You've got it. You know you've got is. a swing. No, there's a swing clock. Yeah, you get put on. They you call get it. Put you get on put, the put on the clock if you're mm. going too slow. And by the way, Patrick Cantlay played around with that yesterday. Pretty pretty much. One of your Bruin guys. Yeah, and they Long Beach guy. And finally, I can't remember who he was playing with, but whoever he was playing with said, "Oh, it was Victor Hovland." He just took and off. He just said, "I'm I'm I'm not waiting for you anymore." And he just started playing. Yeah, um, I know all this stuff. I just I'm letting John sure. say it. Sure. Am I totally out of my mind that the Lakers are the team to beat in the West going into this? He season? already has them in San Francisco taking on the Warriors. I do too. And they're I, up. They're I've up two games to one. I've heard you say 100% tomorrow night. I think it's 100% I do too. tomorrow night. Also. I, I think they're going to tear them apart. Yeah. You guys are severely underestimating the Timberwolves. Oh come on. They've, and you know I'm, they're I, fighting. Rudy Gobert's not coming. Yeah, but uh, they won. McDaniel's. <laughs> they did win in walls that second half and, with all that. Yeah, they actually. It's a very small sample size. But the five guys are going to start tomorrow night have played, I think, 26 minutes together. Game's over. And Final buzzer. They're plus 32. Yeah. When they when they don't have Gobert, they, they switch everything on defense. They, they can give the Lakers a game tomorrow. And the Lakers have got to figure out how, how to stop points in the paint, too. Utah had just a Seven three Well, that's Anthony Davis's job. Well, no, Anthony Davis was the one guy. Like he, Anthony Davis blocked four shots, but everybody else was like letting their guy go right to the front For of the For the first time in – a couple years, I'm incredibly bullish on what I'm seeing with them, with, with with the Lakers. It just seems not that they can't lose a game here and there. I don't think they're going to lose tomorrow night. But they just their two best players are playing like their best players. They're healthy, and, and even they're healthy. And even if your two best players are slightly off on any given night, the other guys, whether it's Beasley, whether it's Russell, whether it's Reeves, any they're more than capable of giving you a night here and there. That hasn't been true for a really long time. Yeah, they've got a great chance, and I love their draw. I, I think Golden State got the best draw, mm-hmm. and the Lakers got the second best draw. Why does nobody buy Sacramento? Just because it's Sacramento? They don't They don't play defense. Yeah, and, I mean, it's the worst de- defensive team in the league. Defense wins championships. And, and by the way, how about Mike Brown basically saying, bring on the yeah, Warriors? Yeah. Yeah. Friday, uh, not Friday playing night, anybody. He had a game. I called everybody I know that works for the Kings on Friday, and I said, what are you doing? Explain this to me. All you have to do is play your best players tonight. Play De'Aaron Fox. Play DeMontis Sabonis. Mm-hmm. The Warriors are a terrible road team. You have beaten them. Every time you play in your building, you beat them. And you're going to kick the game to Golden State so you can play them in the playoffs? That's they, what I would have done. And they said... I didn't want to play the Lakers in the Mike first Brown was there for the last six years. He feels like he knows them better. Hmm. And so that they and, and so they I, pick their opponent based on familiarity, not because they think the Warriors are an easier I, get I, than I think the Lakers. AD has something to do with it too. What what would know. be their answer I, for Anthony I would, Davis? I would mm-hmm. have. I don't want the defending champs with Clancy. They scored no. fifty five points. But would you rather the have the first, Lakers? If yeah. you, you're, if I was Sacramento, here's why. But you're always saying they're the one the, team nobody the wants. Lakers to actually Lakers play defense. It scares play. me as a Laker fan. The only team I'm like, yeah, okay, this is going to be is Golden State. 
Yeah. yeah. Here, Second round. Yeah. Well, and I, lo- I love that series because, you know, the Lakers beat them three out of four. Yeah. But, it, Mace, it's all matchups. Right. Sacramento this year beat Golden State two out of three times before they kicked him the game on Friday. Right. They beat the Lakers three out of four. Yeah, but that was all before the the trade deadline. This yeah, is a completely the, different team than exactly. it was before. It's still the, all about Lamar, uh, LeBron and Yeah, AD. no, but it really is about the, the additional pieces. This is a completely different team since the trade deadline. And Rob Polinka, by the way, deserves all the credit in the world because he's the one that made the... I think it's both because the trade obviously was an incredibly important thing they did, not just by what they got, but what they got rid of was mm-hmm. a huge part of it. But the other part is... Even if you make that exact same trade, same guys go out, same guys come in. Mm-hmm. If LeBron and AD are still just kind of spinning their wheels, it doesn't matter how good those supporting guys are. The reason they're back in it is because those two guys are those two guys again. LeBron, AD, who you got? I'm not picking against those guys. Yes, I fall more like with this. you. Yeah. I fall more with you. That that trade was everything. Yeah, and it was everything. 18 and 8 since the deadline and we've had moments where LeBron and Anthony Davis were both healthy. Right. With Russ, without Russ, I'm talking about Westbrook, and they were still eh. They're 18-8. and eight. LeBron missed 13 of those yeah. games. AD missed a couple of those back-to-backs. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Palenka's, whether you're giving him the credit or you're not, that trade deadline is why they're sitting where they're sitting. By the way, Travis, where do you think you're going? We've slowed down the. No, no, no. Uh, I put the, a pitch clock on we, Super No, we have actually turned. Yeah, you're the one no, that wants to slow everything we are extending. down. We're going to go down. Super Crosstalk is powered by In and Out Burger. What's wrong with you? That's what a hamburger 